rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I just want to say thanks to you for joining me this hour. A cold Coca-Cola, a hot 100% beef Big Mac from McDonald's. I don't know what they had it in, in it before hand. Uh, these crunchy ass kettle corn, or not kettle corn, kettle potato chips at the grocery store. Personally, I'm eating Grippo's uh, at the moment, and I'm sure you've eaten at least one of these snacks at least one time in your life. And I say that because that is due to the way American food companies have changed the way your food is processed. Basically, everything is processed to some fucking degree to taste better or something of the sort. That is probably why you and I see a lot of pain, suffering... All different kinds of trauma in the news lately. Um, in addition, you swipe by several truly gut-wrenching word vomit subtweets that are nothing but an attempt to wield hatred like a Lannister sword in Game of Thrones. You, you see several newly polished daggers of self-hate piercing one's eyeballs or particularly the particularly the eyeballs of bitter men every day you can tell quite clearly that people have stressful home lives and a lot of those problems stem from problems um around unemployment or underemployment rather um which lead and have led to problems with food and the security of food that people eat. You see limitations in the basic choices that people have. It's, it's, it's actually kind of sad. There is awesome news, though. I want to change the, change the perspective, though. There's always awesome news. Though. There's always a way to look at these issues through another lens and... 
I know you want to be a light bulb in in their dark and cluttered basements. You want to be a force for good. Like a saint that enacted, you know, donut day the other day. You stand with open arms for those in need of comfort. Just like that man who had his open box of donuts ready for me at Walmart the other day on free donut day. In addition, you see a lot of talk about health and wellness and mental, mental, mental and physical health. And there's something magical when you take care of yourself. There's like a breath of fresh air or something that happens, something spiritual. There's a spiritual aspect to health and wellness. You know that when your body is healthy, your soul can use your personality as a tool of expression. Thank you for listening. This is Center of the Sun podcast. I am your host, Devon. And I make it my mission to help build up your understanding of the esoteric energy system, a.k.a. the soul. But I do so in a uh, manner that uses words, voice, and music. I'm sharing with you today the spiritual aspect of health and wellness, but it is a little, it is a little bit more technical than we previously thought. You know that when your body is healthy, just like I said a moment ago, Your soul, as we've discussed on this show in prior episodes, uses your personality as a tool of expression. But that cannot happen in an effective way to perpetuate your ascension to whatever fucking higher level you're trying to go. Because I don't I don't know where the fuck we're going, but we're doing something. Um, If you if you're not balanced inside your body, it's really hard to like create balance on the outside of your body. It's like as above, so below. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Send your questions to host at centrison21.com because. And excuse me as I drink my Milwaukee's best. Milwaukee's best light, I would add. Your only concern is to make sure that no one is left behind. That is the purpose of many people's um, personality and expression is that of helping other people. So children, men, women, all kinds of people, they need help, but not everyone wants your help. And that's something that you have to come to terms with. Sometimes doing nothing is better than putting all of your energy into doing something that is unwarranted and inefficient. Anyway, I'm saying all of this to say that you can see what I see. That is an epidemic of loneliness, dissatisfaction, and complacency. I am seeing an unwillingness to get up and go to work. Well, that's, I guess, in direct contrast with my high energy self, but a line of conscious and supreme beings in my perspective are just sitting there waiting for me to do something about the world. Do you feel the same way? Let me know. Tweet me at Natural Devon on Twitter. The soul of men and women and animals as well and all kinds of different kinds of people built this world. They made ways 
with their dirty hands and dirty feet. Come on, somebody. And they don't wash their legs. But getting a balanced dinner and a good night's rest under the twinkle of the sun of and the sun and the moon and all that shit, peeking through the dark windows at night, that was normal. Going to bed and on a good at a time, you know, at a curfew, you know, having a curfew and waking up er, every day early each day, taking care of business, building roads and and worlds with words and shit, and eating meals around large wooden tables, again and again. We're losing that as a as a society. And you no longer see people getting up and going to work. You see people trying to find a way to avoid doing that. Or when they do that, it's not for the purpose of getting up and doing something meaningful. It's the purpose of literally getting money so they can come back home and lay down and be happy again. But you don't see people pursuing their dreams. That's what work should be. Work should not be an ends to a means. Work should be... The creation of your future and the solidification of your legacy, honey. And instead, you're witnessing a mob, fucking internet mob of people. You know, it's it actually astounds me. I was talking to my boss about the cinnamon challenge. I'm going to take a sip of my Milwaukee's best. Talking to my boss about the cinnamon challenge. The black woman that that had the funniest meme around the cinnamon challenge, she had 54 million views at the time that I watched the cinnamon challenge and her coughing out and like being like really ridiculous with the cinnamon cinnamon challenge. And unfortunately, I watched it at work. So my of course, my boss is like there when during the one time that I'm watching a YouTube clip. But um, I make a statement like, oh, my God, I bet with 54 million views, if she monetized that channel, she is now rich as a result and he was like no actually they're not because that is impossible (laughs) and it got me thinking like oh my god there's a subset of people that does not understand the fact that our economy is changing and as a clinician he makes all of his money with people coming to him and seeking advice but what he does not understand is that every time the news calls him to do a clip guess where they put that clip on the internet and they monetize that bitch and they run ads and in front and after and during that same clip that he thinks does not impact the economy. Anyway, this rise of digital media that I'm talking about has also coincided with the rise of ultra processed foods. So in the way that we are trying to use technology to help us have more fun and be more social and connect with more people, it's also having an effect on the way that we process our food. And our food is not ultra processed to the extent that it doesn't matter what you eat, there is a chemical or something on that food to preserve it in some way or do something to it. And now we're here. (laughs) I'm like, what? Now we're here. Now we're here just reckoning, you know. We're trying to get our things together. We're trying to come back to the truth because... I just got done listening to this clip on NPR about the rise of ultra-processed foods and how it stemmed from a lot of legislators in the federal government 
dying of heart disease. And then that prompted a bunch of like studies and like these rushed studies and probably a lot of lobbying. But it coincided with a lot of uh, heart related heart disease related deaths. So then the government started making rules about low fat food. But what the government did not understand was that low fat food was not the exact cause or the high fat food wasn't the cause of heart disease. It was this overeating. It was these behaviors of overeating that that became popular after the Great Depression. So NPR has a really good story about this and I'll link it. I'll link it on my blog. D-V-A-U-G. Excuse me. Burping into the goddamn microphone. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. But um, what I was saying is that you, we are here, you and I are here reckoning with the fact that our behavior is linked to all kinds of obesity-related diseases. And there's nothing to really be alarmed of right now, and that's the purpose of today's episode is to kind of give you more information about the foundation of how our bodies work. And because just because something is linked to obesity doesn't mean that it's obesity causes something. It's just there's a cascade that cre- that's being created when you don't care- take care of certain things. And there's nothing wrong with you yet. I want you to, to understand that. If you're healthy, you're healthy. Whatever, whatever your doctor says, that's what you should do. But because you have pretty good health insurance... Because in generally most people do, most likely in order to find out if there's anything wrong with you, you have to go to the doctor. And specifically, if there's anything food, if it's related to food, like obesity or diabetes or something like that, you must go to the doctor. And naturally, during those times, you're told to skip a meal before that appointment. And... That's the topic of today's episode is like what happens when you skip that meal or skip several meals. Um, That's called time restricted eating. And it is the next wave of um, defense against heart related diseases and weight related diseases. Time restricted eating is often ordered by your doctor. Because your blood work will be more accurate. I mean, that's basically what it, I mean, that's what it's for. Especially when you measure um, like glucose or lipids or sugars or fats, how much of that is in the blood. And you have to fast because right after you eat, and I learned this from drawing people's blood all day, um, being a research assistant. Um, the level of how many French fries you eat and milkshakes and stuff, like if you have too much of that, um, if you shove too much of that in your mouth at one time, um, it can't be burned off by your metabolism within eight hours. You know, with, it takes longer than eight hours to burn that off. So you can it shows up in the blood and then you look like you like have like super you're having a diabetic, you know, whatever episode. And it's just like, no, you just drank a milkshake and all that shit is still in your blood. Your blood can't get rid of it yet. And it's that process of metabolism that we're talking about today. Um, And it's particularly, and we're not only talking about food being expelled from the blood, we're also talking about toxins and other unrelated proteins that are not regulated as quickly as your carbohydrates and your fats and your sugars and stuff like that. So listen up. 
some proteins live inside your cell for two up to like three months. Some die off in three minutes, but some live on and they're long and they long acting and they're folded up and all crunkled up and they do shit. But there's a point in which that stuff is supposed to move and regenerate and move and recycle. And unfortunately, some toxins never go away. And that is what doctors believe cause or not cure, but cause cancer, which is why they have to use a poison to get it out of you. Um, They have to use a poison to supersede another toxin. So look, 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 you know, your body the best. That's basically, you know, that is my line all the time. I always say that to people like everyone's body is different. I don't know. Like, I tell my patients, they always tell me, like, oh, my God, like, I'm having blood work done again. I'm like, um, honey, I did not sign the consent. I did not tell you to do any of this. Um, You have to make the decision that is best for your body. And if you have trouble struggling with only eating when you're hungry, if you're always fucking hungry and you can never be satisfied, mostly... Any doctor, if you get a disease related to your hunger or your inability to stop eating, any doctor, the first thing they'll tell you is to stop eating so much. And whether or not you're overweight or whatever it is, if you have an issue with eating and it causes an illness, the first thing they'll do is try to restrict your diet. And they try to restrict it what is normally, you know, three meals a day, two snacks. If you got to have something, make it some fruit or something or, you know, a low fat thing. But... Um, there are times when your meals increase and decrease based on your energy needs of your, the energy needs of your body. And specifically like when you're working out, unlike me right now, I'm drinking a Milwaukee's best light because mm. I fucking love that shit. I think it tastes good. It's so weird. Everyone thinks it's shitty. I'm like, oh, it's for crackheads and me. But when you're working out, you tend to eat like five or six meals a day and like two you know two or three more snacks in addition to that to like kickstart your metabolism because that we know that like the carbs we eat burn fast but (laughs) that's the thing about the body is that like yeah it needs the carbs but like why would it only rely on carbs that's stupid why would it only rely on food and i mean you've been to museums where they have people in there i mean there are exhibits about people and genocide and stuff and people live very long without any food um so we know that there is a threshold there is a threshold and there is a threshold of health too um just skipping one meal doesn't mean that you will die you know there's a there's a limit excuse me it's my beer there's a limit to how much you can eat and you must fight that urge. <laughs> you must fight one of the biggest problems out there that, you know, that most Americans are facing. And that is the fact that the more you try new different ways of eating, Weight Watchers, this, that, and that, you know, keto diet, this and that. I mean, keto diet, that's what we're going to talk about today. But all these different diets, the more you try them, the worse you look or the more you dislike your results or the more you dislike the way that you look as a result so you know i'm going to share with you some science that may be able to give you some new hope okay and 
I have two studies and a few YouTube videos because I'm obsessed with YouTube that point out one thing. And I want you to write this down. Take out a pen. Get ready. Pause it if you need to. Take out a pen. But the one, the biggest thing that we're going to learn today is that giving up can help. Okay. And giving up, not in your will, like you want to remain vigilant in the pursuit of balance and wellness and wholeness and all of those things. You want to do what is best for your body. But we're going to learn about time-restricted eating today. And we're going to um, answer the question definitely around uh, if you're allowed to fucking drink coffee and drink water during these times. So what I know for sure is that, yes, you can drink coffee. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to back it up with several resources. I'm going to tell you, yes, because I draw people's blood and I know people are allowed to have black coffee and water when they're supposed to fast. And I never really knew why that was allowed, but today I know why. And so what the fuck is time-restricted eating? Because I keep saying this term and I keep interchanging fasting and keto diet and intermittent fasting and all that kind of stuff. It's basically all the same thing. It's much like when the doctor told you to fast for eight hours before your appointment, the last time you got your renal function panel ran, you know, your glucose and all that kind of shit. Time-restricted eating is a process of limiting your food intake in order to clear out debris from the previous meal and from the environment and whatever else you expose yourself to. The bad thing about time-restricted eating, and that's why we are exploring it on Center of the Sun, is because the research only began like 20 or 30 years ago. It is not as researched as heart surgery or brain sur- I mean there are other topics that are way more advanced that are way more um way less complicated than this and we know that the that time restricted eating uh kickstarts biological processes and the one that we're going to talk about in detail today is called autophagy okay so time restricted eating fasting intermittent fasting keto keto diet all that shit it kickstarts the biological process of autophagy and that's why it works autophagy is only but has only been researched for the last 20 to 30 years so it is extremely new so i want you to you know take what i'm saying and then take that information and go verify it yourself because that's that's how we do it on center of the sun center of the sun is a clearinghouse of information we don't want to um, direct anybody to things that hurt them. So I want you to take this information. Don't act on it immediately, but act on researching it first. Okay. So what do we know about intermittent fasting, time-restricted eating, fasting, keto diet, all that kind of stuff? Well, research has observed in both plants and animals that when certain chemicals like amino acids and glucose and lipids and yeast and mammals and plants and all kinds of different life forms when you restrict those chemicals cells particularly we're talking about human cells today become more efficient and reduce their volume one you know they there is a process where when you starve a cell it becomes more efficient 
by reducing its volume, it reduces its volume by expelling debris. So I want to point you to the annual review of nutrition. It's a journal in which researchers have written about this topic of autophagy at length. If you want a link and you want to read more about this topic, autophagy, please visit my blog, devon.org. It's spelled D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org. And I want to tell you what they said. Okay, so these researchers say that we previously believed that carbohydrates and the foods that we eat are broken down after we start um, or after we stop eating for long periods of time. Once those stores are gone, so, you know, you eat what you don't burn off, you store as fat. And then you keep eating and then you get a little muffin top and then you get a your cutie with the booty and then you have ass and titties and then you are just like out here. But we never let our bodies de- deplete the stores. And that's why ketogenic, the ketogenic diet or the keto diet, it start it encourages people to allow your body to start using that fat as fuel. And it's it's promising. I mean, people use it all the time. And once those stores are gone, you know, typically you have to refuel through eating more food. And if you don't eat, guess what happens? You become very uncomfortable with and then the process of starvation sets in and you start getting panicked. I start sweating. I start feeling like I'm going to die. And I immediately have to refuel when I, you know, don't eat for a long period of time. But researchers have learned. And I want you to pay very close attention to this because I am, like, shocked. Researchers have learned a lot about human metabolism by studying what cells do when they don't have enough food. So instead of studying the body, (laughs) you know, when we do have food, what happens when we don't have food? Well... These researchers in the annual review of nutrition found a dynamic rearrangement of cellular membranes. So there was parts of the cell and, you know, words, science words that I can't even pronounce that started to shift and open up and break apart and be recycled. And and that means that once the food that we eat is used as energy, our cells start rearranging and recycling the material that's already inside of the cell. But guess what? It starts using the waste first. And by doing this, all viruses, bacteria, fats, sugars, things that are not required for the cell to function started to be broken down and recycled into more efficient proteins. There is not a, there is not enough protein that you can eat to help your cells do this. You're just in basically what you're doing is telling your body to not clean up you're telling your body to stay lazy they found this dynamic rearrangement of cellular cellular membranes and um it's it's like shifting the gasoline in your car it's like taking the gasoline and shifting it to something more efficient into a fuel that's more efficient 
and by shifting the gasoline-like substances in the cells, so those sugars, those fats, those viruses, those parasites that are inside of your cell, by using those, by taking those gasoline-like substances and moving them and recycling them, um, so the viruses and the proteins and the toxins are used and recycled into new proteins, but guess what? The glucose and the lipids are given to the brain. And in similar research studies, what they found is that this process of autophagy that is kick-started by time-restricted eating, it is observed in every single part of the body except for the brain because the brain is protected and the brain needs fat and sugar. It can't go one second without sugar. There is no autophagy. There is no way to break down sugar in the brain because it just can't happen. So there's hope. That's why I said there's hope. And um, the brain needs all that glucose and all that fat. There's another study. In 2015, scientists at the University of Louisville concluded in a study about people in critical care units they found that those people benefited from treatments that reduced swelling and improved healing after major surgery. So in patients, you know, any tragic illness or any tragic injury, you want the main thing that doctors want to do is reduce inflammation. Because when you reduce inflammation, it tells the body to stop freaking out. We got it. You can start healing. You don't have to fight no more. Autophagy caused by time-restricted eating was one of those treatments that doctors really believed would help patients heal faster in this particular setting. Like, okay, well, if they're in the ICU, of course you want to decrease inflammation. So therefore, we need to starve these people. Kind of like on Grey's Anatomy when a brain tumor patient insists on standing up and walking right after their brain surgery. Um, it's kind of like that. Very risky, very stupid. We should not be, you know, this 2015 um, Kentucky study is saying like, okay, we get it. We get autophagy. We understand it. But like, it is so nuanced that you can't just like pull the plug in the ICU and think that it's going to make all the difference. Clinical studies... Um, particularly this one, particularly this one, found that there were three main types of autophagy, okay? The first type of autophagy is called macroautophagy, and this is the most common form of autophagy. And it's when um, cellular waste, that rearrangement, that dynamic rearrangement of cellular waste is disposed of in bulk. So it's kind of like... You know, the garbage man coming every Thursday, picking, putting your thing in the trash and doing it all at one time, as opposed to coming every day and picking up bottle by bottle. The second type, and that's, you know, that happens most commonly, and that's what will most happen if you, you know, conduct, you know, a diet in time-restricted eating. The second one is this is called chaperone-mediated autophagy, and, it, and it's, I don't really fucking understand this shit, because... That's the purpose of me explaining it is that you don't really have to know every single nuance about this. That's why I'm like, why are people even asking if you can have coffee? Like, do what the fuck you want to do. Listen to your body because the second kind of autophagy is a process that happens less frequently 
and is associated with recycling specific kinds of proteins. So they only happen under certain conditions with certain kind of proteins. And then moving along, there's a third kind of autophagy. And this is called micro autophagy, where it happens closer to the recycling site. It happens closer to those organ parts or the parts of the cell called organelles. Um, And they happen close to the site of recycling because they just like fall in. You know, it requires no energy, little to no energy. That's why it's called a micro autophagy. But knowing that there's not just one kind of fasting they're not there's not just one kind of autophagy there's nuances even within this these processes these biological processes are so nuanced and they're regulated in some kind of magic that we don't understand and that's why i want to look to research studies because it's like we don't really have to think about activating or deactivating certain biological processes and you can thank god for that it's like it just happens automatically and sometimes you, we have to take a step back and realize that we are in we are prohibiting our own body with the ingestion of ultra processed foods. That's what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. That's why I opened it up like that, because it's like there's a way that your body works. And then there then there's a way that we're fucking it up. You're fucking it up right now. And um, then in that process of fucking it up, you're going to like overdo it by like making sure that you starve to death. And it's like, no, there are certain instances in which you don't have to be so serious. And I'm going to explain to you those instances, Um, particularly in any case or any circumstance in which you have a critical illness. Um, autophagy is turned off by your immune system. So you have to realize that in order to ensure your survival, you have to allow your body to regulate its own processes and stop picking and choosing how your body will work. That's not your job. It's not your job to understand your metabolism. Just live and let live. You know your body the best. So when you are looking into diets like time-restricted eating um, or fasting, understand that it's not an endeavor or it's not a project or it's not an extreme makeover of any sort yes you can have black coffee yes you can have water with lemon like yes you can ease into it because time restricted eating is and should be used as a tool to achieve balance inside and outside of your body It's not, you know, you can lose weight and you can gain muscle and you can work your life around it, but that's not the purpose of it. And when when scientists observed patients who were given extra glucose during their recovery in intensive care units, those scientists or those patients did not die any faster or slower than those who do not eat anything. In certain circumstances, autophagy is turned off. And the healing process is just what the fuck it is. Or it's impossible for autophagy to take place because of the presence of something else happening. Basically, what they found um, is that the body has a fun way of contradicting itself and tricking, you know, tricking itself. That's why people can only practice medicine. You know, we don't have enough information about our own biology to start regulating the nuances 
up our metabolism under these extreme con- under these extreme conditions. Excuse me. So, the same rules apply. The same fucking rules apply about getting your doctor's approval for any diet. So I want to just make it plain right there. And I work as a research assistant, and I take vitals and record data and do do all kinds of stuff all day long. And it doesn't happen very often, but sometimes changes to your body, even small ones like fasting or skipping a meal, can be detrimental to your health. So I feel like you should be informed of that. You know, it can be detrimental. You could die. Um, But you want to consult your doctor before making any big changes to your health. And um, but keep in mind that you make the best decisions, the, the best decisions for yourself. And this is a highly nuanced subject. I'm not saying run away from it. I'm saying listen to your body, do some research and act accordingly. In another YouTube video that I um, have a link to on my blog, Nobel Prize winner Yoshirini, Yoshi, I'm gonna try to say this, Yoshi Nori, Yoshi Nori, Oshumi. I need a drink after that. That is that requires a drink. Mm. He led in this field of research, and um, you know, since 2014, after he won his Nobel Prize, you know, he real proud. Traveling the world, you know, speaking of his accomplishments, because he was able to detail the pro- this process of autophagy in not only mammals and humans, but various other life forms. It's like fucking crazy. And he concludes in several of his presentations that though he personally has uncovered a lot about the foundation of our biology and and how that links to the foundation of our society not enough information has been gathered but you know clinical trials are promising whatever you know it's still it's still good to know we only have about 30 but you know he says that we only have about 30 percent of the understanding that we need to start making these like decisions about what to follow in terms of a fad diet um like i said earlier this subject has only been researched for the last like few decades that there's not enough information we need people to live and die before we can make decisions about what is good or bad so don't follow those fucking diet gurus they're fucking stupid they're only trying to sell you something if they're trying to sell you a system that's weird i'm trying to sell you i'm trying to sell you like information this is a clearinghouse this is not a for-profit business maybe one day it will be but you can ease into time-restricted eating. Basically, that's what I'm trying to tell you. And just like any other diet, you're allowed to cheat if you want to. Um, you can't force yourself to do shit that you tip- you technically don't want to do. Like, just do what you need. And yes, you can have water and black coffee and tea during time-restricted eating. And I'm saying this with such confidence. I'm saying this because your body is strong and healthy even when you're sick. I've seen people come back from the dead very quickly. It's very weird, like within a month. And your body is always striving for balance. That's why if you decide to undergo, you know, a new diet like time-restricted eating, keep in mind that autophagy is dependent upon the amount of waste in your body. So if you're 
you know, if you don't have a lot of shit in your body to get rid of, like, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, girl, you're allowed to cheat. When you restrict your food intake, the energy that you would be using to break down food is used in other parts of the body. So it's like, if you don't eat, you know, you can think clearer. Like, if you don't eat, your body can dispel of waste better and clear debris better. You want to do things that take attention away from the gut because it requires so much energy to, to process food. That is why it works. Is because you're allowing your body to use the energy that it would be using breaking down food. It can like start cleaning up waste. Um, you give it a chance to like have a second to clean up. So when you are considering foods and beverages you can or cannot have make sure that you are maximizing the amount of time that your gut needs to break down food so for instance it takes much longer for your body to break down meat like 24 hours or, so, or something like that and cutting down on the amount of meat in your diet will allow your body to work faster um and it requires less time for fasting you know it's like it kind of goes hand in hand. Like you're allowed to eat more if all you eat is plants. Like, of course, you don't have to expel so much. You allow your body to use energy to clean the other areas of your body that are neglected when you eat too much. And your gut is already self-cleaning. It contracts and constricts and all that kind of stuff. It has bacteria in there like create amino acids that clean up. Your bacteria... That you host in your body, your resident microbiota, thank you, season one of Sensor of the Sun, that bacteria makes you feel hungry when you don't even, when you restrict your diet. Like, that's how it works because the bacteria obviously wants food, but you have to find that balance, and that balance is found through the process of autophagy. Your body will get rid of the excess bacteria that are making you overeat and when you eat you give life to the bacteria that should be there it's like a symbiotic thing experience another video that i posted on my blog um rhonda patrick is she's a nutrition expert or something like that and she describes why she gives you real science why water and black coffee are permittable when decreasing your food intake or doing the time restricted eating thing and that's primarily, um, you have to keep in mind that comfort is huge when making this kind of lifestyle change. So you don't want to go overboard by starving yourself and dehydrating yourself and restricting your diet, restricting your joy. Don't forget that joy is a part of eating. Research shows that your body goes into autophagy when sugar and fat is restricted, not caffeine. So your nervous system can use caffeine, but those cells don't use caffeine. Um, people get lumbar punctures in my clinic all the time and they have to fast, but then they can drink a Pepsi. It's like weird. But keep in mind that autophagy is observed everywhere else but the brain. So caffeine is necessary for brain function or can help brain function in moderation. So what have you learned today, kids? <laughs> that was a long one. I mean, it's very science-based, but, you know, you're allowed to drink black coffee when you, you know, fast. And you, when you do these diets and stuff where it says don't eat anything for 24 hours, you're allowed to have water and black coffee at the very least. Um, those two things can help you guide, the, you know, that lifestyle change and help it make, uh, make it a more comfortable experience. 
So, time-restricted eating normally occurs within a 14 to 16 hour window where you don't eat. That length of time depends on your health or when you do eat or something like that. I don't know. There's some sort of fraction. But talk to your doctor. I don't, I don't fucking know. But the length of time depends on your health, your experience, your willingness to skip food for that day. Scientists all over the world have shown strong evidence that cells have the ability to heal themselves, but you themselves, but you have to allow it to happen. Through this process called autophagy, only junk and unnecessary substances are recycled and removed from your, your blood via the cell through a series of magical systems gifted to us by Mother Nature. So you should be grateful, goddammit. We are fortunate to be able to maximize our metabolism by choosing to increase or decrease the amount of food we have in our diet. It's a choice. And by doing so, we give our body the ability to heal itself by ensuring that all organs and cells are cleared of debris on a regular basis so that cancer cannot set in. During time-restricted eating, coffee, black with no cream and no sugar is allowed. So send your questions to hostessentrason21.com. Please tweet me at naturaldevon on Twitter and visit Devon.org, D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org. Thank you for listening. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. 
For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.